This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Uh, welcome to episode 122 of the Fight Disciples podcast. This is our UFC show. Um, previous shows are available on fightdisciples.com. You can also get us on social media, at Fight Disciples, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Today's special, right? Because it's not just our dulcet tones. No, 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 no. What we've done, we've decided. Listen, we don't want him on the phone. We don't want him on ISDN via his uh, his, uh, his his multi-million pound villa in Florida Keys. We don't want that, man. <laughs> we want him in the studio. We want to bring him in and we want him to bring a little bit of that proper UFC flavour to the show. The one and only Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts. He's guest presenting today. How are you, man? Hey, thank you very much. I'm good. You? We should have filmed this because this would obviously increase our likes on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter because nobody wants to tune in for our ugly mugs. They no. want a little bit of this. They want the model. <laughs> That's it. So if we put him on the internet, you know what I mean? People are going, geez, this show looks amazing. Is it like this every week? No, it's not. But you know what I mean? But we might blow people into a false sense of security and they come on board. I'll take the publicity. How's <laughs> <laughs> tricks, man? Gla- obviously, I didn't catch you in Glasgow. He caught you in Glasgow. Yeah. But Glasgow was something else, man. Yeah, it was. Retribution done. Boom. Um, everything from the whole kind of atmosphere there, um, the Scottish, hey, they really loved the, the, the fighting scene. Um, atmosphere was amazing, wasn't it? It was. It was. I love that. The Scottish love the fighting scene. Yeah, they don't need an octagon. Yeah, <laughs> they don't need it, man. Scrappy. Put some book fast down the neck, and away we go. <laughs> I heard that one a few times. I was up there as well. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I, there was a moment where I was walking in. I even had to just take that in and just absorb the energy, um, the vibes. It's kind of like. Um, auditorium kind of style yeah. arena where everyone's just stuck to the walls. Yeah, yeah. And then you got one kind of um, black back wall where you've obviously got the big curtains down and the sign just kind of echoes and bounces off of that. Wicked, man. So when you're walking in, it's, it's a You're like a gladiator kind of, in yeah, Rome. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, that's what we are. We're modern day gladiators. Yeah, yeah. So we really experienced it to the highest level. Um, it helps when you uh, start your kid. We are, we are booming left hand every now and again. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's, that's what It helps that, doesn't it? With, yeah. the, with, the, with the crowd going through the roof. Yeah, it does. It really <laughs> does. I, don't, I didn't even realise what it was like until after and I've watched the fight. And then, uh, like I say, that split second when that did happen, it just went from 0 to 100 real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know he just went... To sleep. Good night. He <laughs> was, was out by the time his head hit the canvas. Mm. Interesting fight because first round, you know what I mean? There were, yeah. a, there were a little bit of back and forth in there. Mm-hmm. It, it looked like for me watching it on TV, you were feeling your way back in. But yeah. then when you had felt your way back in, yeah. like you said, not to 100 very, very quickly. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I, I, had, I had one or two things to prove. Um, but at the same time, I was just trying to stay within my comfort zone. Wasn't looking too much for the finish, but more or less just trying to you know, apply my game and just do what I wanted to do. Mm. Because at the end of the day, with what happened at the fight before and, and, you know, injury and having a little bit of time off, then the, the comeback yeah. it has to be right. Psychologically, that's a big thing, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of people look at it and they'll be like, you know what, this guy got put to sleep in his last fight. You know, he's, he's scared now. He's, he's timid. He's, he's afraid. And I think both of us coming into that fight had something where, you yep. know, we were both stood in front of each other. We want to prove something. Um, but being cautious can also be a factor. Mm. A perfect example on the exact same card, Paul Craig coming off a defeat, his yeah. first defeat of his career. Yeah. Absolutely didn't want to engage in a fight yeah. and got completely and utterly found out himself. So that was uh, <clears throat> to, to come back with that kind of performance, you can just see the difference. You know, He fights Khalil Roundtree, stays on the back foot, doesn't engage, ends up getting tagged, ends up getting put to sleep. Yeah. You did engage. You did go at Bobby Nash. You flew at him from the first round. I thought, to be honest, I thought with his takedowns, he probably got the first round. I thought yeah. it's a good fight, but he's got two takedowns there, Nash. Yeah. I thought that's what he's trying to do here. He's trying to stand with Danny, but get a couple of takedowns to try and pinch each round. But I could see in your eyes, especially when you come off the second round, it, it looked like a weight was off your shoulders for the first round. I thought, yeah, that looks a little bit tense here. Uh-huh. Looks a little bit like you know, okay, let's let's get back to the game. But second round, you were like shoulders were down. You were back in your comfort zone. You were like, okay, let's get this done. Yeah, there was a couple of couple of small factors going into it that we were looking at, and I, again, I, I watched the fight back, and when I watched it back, um, I got to see how by reading my face, yeah, my yeah, face, yeah, because I, I remember what was going through my head at the time, so. To be able to sit there and then and then look at the the tail of the tape and actually watch it and visualize and see what's going on and start mm. to piece it together, I'm looking at myself and I remember um, the game plan going into it. We were like, all right, this this guy's collegiate level um, wrestler. He, he's up there. He knows what he's been doing. He's been doing it since he was a kid. So let's not let's not kind of hide the fact that he may be a little bit better than you in that area. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I'm working everything towards 
being better than anyone in them areas. So yeah. I'm thinking to myself, no matter what happens, I want to be able to defend against it and be able to do well in them positions. Same time, I also know that he's going to wrestle on defence and it's going to be something where it's going to be, all right, I'm going to react because I need to react because I'm not liking the other position where I'm at. Yeah. So that's what I've seen with him. And the second it's weird, t- isn't it, talking to a fighter about the science of it? Because mm. <laughs> you know I mean? we watch it yeah. as fans and you think, you know what I mean, you're just going in there and you're doing your thing, but there's a science. You're genuinely thinking about, well, if I do this, this is going to happen, which then brings this into play and then yeah. I can capitalise. There you go, and that, that, that's your chess match. And mm. as well as that, it's like, we, we are, we are, we are together. A lot of the time we're in a cage. Yeah. I can feel you. I can hear you breathing. Mm. I'm looking at your eyes. I'm looking at your body shape, your posture. Um, you're looking for te- it's like poker you're playing for mm-hmm. tells aren't you you're waiting for a tell everything and then you bit by bit you can you can start to read where the openings are going to come from and mm. exactly you know where you're strong at so like I say when when that take the initial first take down they come um, lovely timed I threw a back, backhand and I remember throwing a hook and which expo- exposed my hip he took me down beautifully um, and I can't deny that so that after that I was turning that hook into a straight backhand yeah mm-hmm. um and like I say, I sat, I sat down on the floor and for one second I thought, all right, I'm going to get close to the cage. I'll work my way back up. As I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, all right, let me just feel what this guy is doing. Oh, okay. He's holding on real tight. Mm. Like, what what are you scared of? Anything. No, no, no. I just want to keep you there. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so straight yeah. away to me then, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm thinking to myself, this guy wants his position. This guy wants to hold here to rest. Not only to rest, but to... Stop you from doing exactly your thing, yeah. Engaging, yeah. doing what I need to do. Let me just relax. Let me be calm because this is your energy tank. Like like that old Tekken game mm-hmm. where you're watching watching the energy. That's how I used to get knocked out on Tekken all the time. You tapping the button, <laughs> tapping the button. Mate, I used to spunk it all the time. I'm like, I go hit him, hit him. No, I'll chill. I used to do dizzy that. Um, so yeah, I just got myself to the cage, and then when I got to the cage again, I could feel that he exerted a lot of energy. Once or twice, I thought to myself, right, I'm going to explode out of this position because I've got the energy. And then again, it's going to create him to get a little bit frantic with what's going on. Mm. As soon as you make it a little bit frantic for someone and they've got to think just as much as they've got to react, mm-hmm. that's your energy source is going down twice as fast. Wow. So, like I say, once or twice, getting up and then realising, you know, quickly change position, explode out of this, do this. I just, I could feel his energy zapping real quick. And then we break away. When we break away, is the quickest sign to see how someone is. We'd break away. I'd run straight back on him for, to put pressure, good pressure, apply, apply good pressure. Yeah. Make him think, make him react, make him start to get a little bit more frantic. Breathing starts becoming, you know. Yeah, yeah. So as I'm doing that. So I he's think, less I, thinking about his game plan and he's more thinking. Just he's, reacting. Yeah, he's trying to survive. Exactly. It's a survival mode. Exactly. Then, isn't it? You're, always, you're always second place. I'm yeah. putting it on you first. So, you, you know, you happen to react to kind of make something happen. Yeah, and yeah. And I'm waiting for the counter. You know what I'm saying? So, like I say, when I got out, I could see once or twice that he, he his shoulders started to drop, his chin would go up. <gasps> yeah, just see that so big heavy breath. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I thought, oh, oh, this is okay. Now we just relax. Now we play. And then there was once I think it- <laughs> <laughs> just the way he talks, man, is frightening, isn't it? <laughs> oh, you relax now. Now we're gonna play. Shit, <laughs> 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 like a cat and his toys, or right? a cat and his toys. So, like I say, there was a, uh, there was even, there was even a. Uh, a point, I think it was in the mid, yeah, mid of the second round before the finish, mm. and really filled me with confidence because, as much as I was applying the good pressure and stuff like that, you say he did capitalize on a, on a good couple of takedowns. Because um, takedowns generally sway judges as well, even yeah, if they, they do, do nothing. Uh-huh. You go, oh, he's took him down. That means he must have won the round. Yeah. What? Oh, he's only took him down. He's got straight back up. I see. It, it drives me insane. Yeah. But that's what judges do score takedowns they so. do they mm-hmm. do one one thing I will say that's, that's that's good that now that they score is obviously like you defend a takedown yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just as good as someone taking you down yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean I, I, I like appreciate that and I think that's a good rule that they've now brought in and they've applied and obviously judges are using it same time I think the the amount of kind of work that's done in certain positions needs to be really scrutinised on I think that yeah. it stands to the, the refs just as much as judges to say come on work 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 yeah. and then for something to happen Otherwise, it becomes mm. like stagnant, stalemate, and then it, it, it becomes Tyrone bo- Woodley. No offense, but we'll get there in a minute. <laughs> a, bo- a boring fight. <laughs> we'll do get, you know what I mean? We'll get there in a bit. Um, that, yeah. So yeah, like I say, I, in in the second round, there was a point where he caught me with uh, a lead hook. Now his lead hook, as we had seen in a fight before, is he's got some power in it. Mm-hmm. He's a wrestler. He's top heavy. Mm. He sits his weight down and he just throw bang, throw that hook, big choppy jab and a big hook. So he caught me with it on a on a, on a top on the top of my. Uh, top of my dome and I remember as as he hit me with it I found it hard not to laugh 
As <laughs> 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 no, as bad as it sounds, like I was in, in, inside, I was I was I was bubbling up. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing to myself, <laughs> and then I find it hard to hold back my smile. So the smile come out, and I was like, "Geez, I'm, I'm actually finding this funny." And then I just thought, "This is the best shot this guy's give me right there." Okay, yeah. is it even his best shot? Yeah, yeah it's course, me off. Of course, and that's what I'm saying. It tickled me, and then I just knew that that was a time where like everything's gonna be okay right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We've 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 done an experience. Everything we need to in this fight. You're looking good, staying composed. And yeah. I felt I felt phenomenal. Like I could have done five rounds at that pace. So yeah, come the time when it was right to 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 step in, put more pressure and land mm. that shot. I just felt it, and yeah, it was the money shot. Did you see that shot coming? Did you see, you know, as you say, then his hands were going down, his shoulders were going down, his chin was going up. Did you pick that shot up and think that's coming? And yeah. As soon as I get it, that's coming. You close the distance, or. Do you close the distance, see his hand drop, and then throw it? You know, how does it work? Is it instinctively or is it mechanical? I wouldn't say it was instinctively. Is it's it's mechanical? Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's something. So you're you're in effect going through dance steps in order to make that happen. Exactly. Right. Waiting for that opening, and then we're going to close the door. So, like I was saying, if if you noticed, there was a few times I was hitting him with that body kick. Yeah. And I I was really thumping that in because I know it's going to shift him over. Right. And when it would shift them over, this is really I, good analytics because we're going to talk about the way Jones brought down DC. I uh-huh. suppose in our, in our fight in a minute, and this is kind of what you did. If you're breaking somebody down with a kick in order to get a tell, yeah. to open the door, yeah. and then and then like you just said, you shut that door. Of course, that's how these. It's nice for us to hear this yeah, because yeah, yeah. we just sit here going, "Yeah, he nailed him, done, yeah, yeah. brilliant." Yeah, <laughs> but, there's yeah. a, but there's a there's a method Real in the madness. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and everyone's got their own their, their own kind of you know perception on it. It's, it's it's down to the individual and, and your style, what you do. Um, but like I said, yeah, I, I was hitting him with that body kick, shifting him over onto his left, mm-hmm. knowing that I wanted to counter across and come with the the lead hook. Yeah. So I'd hit him, hit him with the kick, and then come across with the lead hook. Now what I noticed again, the two power shots or the two things that he had was a choppy jab where he put his chin up. Yeah. And a lead hook. So straight away we know anytime that he gets hit, he had come out with a single punch, a single shot, either a kick. Either, either he'd hardly ever use his backhand. It's weird, isn't it? It's like a computer game. It yeah, is yeah, like yeah. a computer yeah, yeah, yeah. game. Yeah. And to say, it only takes you a couple of times to, to, yeah, to notice that. Yeah, you only you only need to kind of like say everyone game plans. Everyone game plans the hell. Like for, for me, I feel like you only need to have a a set basis of what you're gonna go off. Right. Yeah. Here we got Nick Pete. He's got his strengths. Da 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 da. da three or four wrestling. Five He's things. all about wrestling. All about wrestling. Ankle picking. Right. So we got Nick Pete here. We got we got five strengths. We have got three weaknesses. Right. Make them play into our hands as well as that. You are also your own athlete. You're gonna do your own thing. Mm-hmm. So let's let's not divert from that. That's just taking you out of who you are, your comfort zone, and trying to change you too much. Yeah. The better fight is gonna win on the night. Yeah. And yeah. you just need to be aware of certain things. Um. So like I say, we again. Anytime. So when he's throwing that choppy uh, jab, yeah. and his chin's coming up, are you noticing? Right, that's my tell. That's that's when the tell. that comes. Mm-hmm. The left left going in, and mm-hmm. I'm putting him to sleep. So if I put an attack on you, and the next thing you step back and throw a single shot, you throw a single shot. That's the perfect time for me to counter with with one of the shots that I want to land and I want to hurt yeah, you yeah. with. Your power shot. You yeah. know what I mean. So I remember throwing that kick. He had stepped back, so the lead hook wasn't there. When he stepped back, he took a big sigh, and then I thought, okay, I'm going to step in now, and you're going to throw out a jab. Yeah, yeah. You knew exactly what he <laughs> was going to do. He did that, yeah. So I sat down on the shot. And even if you have a look at the picture, I'm looking at his chin. And then I look down, I look down like that and sit down on the shot, knowing that the shot was going to be there. So he's thrown out this half heart, like yeah. half hearted jab, which was just, it wasn't even like going to do nothing to me. But yeah. he's was, actually gone robotic in a way, hasn't he? He's exactly. gone, he's, he's gone back his, to tight. It's his thing, yeah. He, he gets hit with a shot, he takes a step back, and automatically throws something out there to mm-hmm. buy himself a bit of time. And that's, oh, reading that, that's amazing. Isn't it? So he's, you're literally just like, he's playing poker. Then. You're playing poker with yeah. Throw your single shot, I'm just waiting for it, because yeah. as soon as you do it, Bang. it's coming. Yeah, and I say, wow. if, you, if you have a look on the fight, like there's a split second between the two. So the body kick is in, dumb. Shudders him, he moves back and to one side, Jab. and then all I have to do is step across, sit, boom, yeah, and then yeah. it, that 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 was it. Sleep. Um, and again, that's what when, pre- when you, pressure can do. When you pull off a game plan like that, when you know, when you're reading it, and then it actually happens in reality, yeah. that must be a buzz, man. When yeah, you see is. him sink, you go, <laughs> it's like every every Christmas and birthday, yeah, one yeah. honest to God. Um, so you you have that you have that moment of crazy madness where you've run. Yeah, we saw you. We saw you in front of the cameraman. I thought you were going to pull the actual camera off the cameraman at one yeah, point. Yeah. That's what I thought you were going to do. Well, we got we got told we wasn't allowed to jump on the cage. Um, I think someone. It might have even. Yeah, in fact, I think it was. I think it was Michael Johnson. 
versus Gaethje when uh, he jumped off the cage that time after this fight. I think yeah. he, I think he'd hurt himself. Mm-hmm. So we got told like lads, you know, just stay chill this time. Not none. I don't want to see none of you like climbing up. Yeah, yeah. Doing your thing. I'm like, all right. Oh, so I just have some dance moves then yeah. instead. <laughs> oh yeah! I'm excited, and it goes it goes from like pure aggression to happiness in a split second. And obviously, you can see that you can tell it. Because one minute I look mad. Bit of relief it? as well. Yeah, of bit of relief. Of course, the, the the job's done. All the weeks training and that we've, we've sacrifices that we've made, and we can put it down and we can say, "Yep, next step." You, know, you can just tick that one off the page. Um, so yeah, it's elation. Definitely. So when's next step? Next step for fans listening now, when they're going to see you back in the octagon? Or when's the plan for you to be back in there? My plan to be back in, like I say, I'm not going to wait. Um, we've had a little bit of a layoff since October last year. Yeah. Um, injury operation, come back. I'm, I'm fit, I'm ready, I'm good to go. I'm in my prime right now. Like I say, I turned 30 just before the last fight. So Looking about um, 25, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Do you know what? I've had that about 17 me. times since, since the fight. Um, I'd hate to see you without the beard, man. If you shave the beard, you probably look about 18. You uh, get ID'd. I, yeah. uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I do. Um, so yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking October. Good October. Um, not, it's not going to be too long. I say I'm going to go back at uh, the end of this month to the states. Yep, yeah, and I'm going to be back there working with, you know, some of the best in the world. Yep. And again, I've got that kind of that little cut off being away from all the distractions. Even though you say distractions, it's, it's more sacrifices as well. Yeah, of I course. Say, my, my baby stuff. Stuff that obviously day to day I will be. Able applying and putting my input and time into yeah mm-hmm. so all of a sudden i've just got fighting i've just got 100 focus on the fight of course yeah, yeah eating good you know what i mean living well um being surrounded by like-minded people so that's something that you cannot you cannot take that away no you know what i mean and until you've lived a bit of that life like you, it's hard to explain it to some people no no yeah, no yeah. you know what i mean october november then so um we'll have a word with dinner and get you on msg um for uh november two, the fourth yeah? two one seven that'll yeah, be yeah, nice that you know what i mean seems that he's talking about bisping we need yeah. a little bit more british representation yeah. on the undercard that'd be nice yeah you know that 100%. <laughs> i'll be happy to do that yeah excellent <laughs> uh, for those tuning in um dan's gonna be weird for a bit he's gonna give us his little take on uh, various things that we saw over the weekend at 214 we're gonna start with cormier john's too man <sighs> The goat is back. Right, I'll let him go <laughs> off. Right, what did I say last <laughs> week? What did I say no, on you last week's show? You go off show. on it. You go off. You give me your analytics on Cormier Jones, yeah, and then I'll chip in every now and again. I think so, after a little bit of balance. Can I just ask, out of the two of you, who said Jones? Who said Cormier? No, 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 no. We, we both, both said actually Jones. said Jones. We both, we both went for Jones. Yeah, yeah, Adam yeah. was like, oh, he hasn't fought for ages. It's going to go the distance. And I was like, will it? Fuck. Don <laughs> so Jones. Stand, Jones stand on the fence there. We'll yeah. starch him. <laughs> Absolutely put him to sleep. Go on. I did say championship rounds. That's the only thing I got wrong. You it was did, the end yeah. of the You're the one short, really. You know, I was, I, was, I was around early. But listen, I kind of, you know, I knew it was going to come. I knew it was going to come. I, I, my did you? Only... When you? When you were watching the fight, did you know it was going to come? Because for me... When I watched it, DC's he best little, performance. Yeah, I thought it was and DC's I thought best Jones looked a little bit rusty. I th- I'll be honest, I well, think he did. Not surprised. One fight for 30 months. But, yeah, no, people could say that about his last fight and then, and then kind of, you know, yeah. But the thing is, listening to this man speak, right? Listening to Dan just speak about the way that he was breaking it down. Mm-hmm. When I watched it back and I watched Jones again, Constant low kicks, constant low kicks, constant low kicks. Then yeah. knocks him out with a high kick. It was yeah, giving yeah. him the tell, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. He dips his head for the low kick to yeah. block the low kick, and then throws the high kick, kick and knocks kick, him out. Kick the legs so from now, under him. So, so now, DC's like, oh, yeah. I've got to try and stop protecting these legs. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as he goes to check the kick, the high kick comes over the top. Now I know the science. Like, now I've just yeah, been yeah. taught the science from Danny. You see, now I understand what he yeah, was man. doing. He didn't, he didn't look rusty. He was playing chess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. I thought it was DC's best performance, yeah, I believe brilliant. it or not. I yeah. thought DC looked great. But, you know, even in the first round, I was like, for me, jo- Jones just looked like he had the measure of him. He looked like a man that knew he'd already won. Yeah. And I think that's the psychology John yeah, Jones yeah, takes into every fight. Definitely. He knows he's better than everybody else. He knows it. He knows he's, he's massive, the best fighter to he's ever do it. massive. And he's so big, yeah. He's huge. <laughs> it's his reach. Yeah, yeah. yeah his reach crazy. 84 yeah. inch reach or something insane like that. It's he's only, maxed it's only it. by Stefan Struve, who's seven foot. Scratches you know his say? shin without him bending over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Crazy. It is. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> even, like I say, even watching that fight, going through it, I feel like the knees as well. Mm. Like you, you take you take something out of someone's body, they have to feel that. Yeah, you know, and and, and yeah. that knee comes a long way, don't it? Them long legs, like them pistons. You feel much, how much how much torque getting them hips? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially like you say, the size difference. And you can't miss Cormier because he's like a big punch bag. You know what I mean? He's a big <laughs> he is, target, yeah. like so. Them knees, like were just crippling him. 
But uh, but for me, it just felt like a measured performance. He let DC have his moments. He let DC throw good shots on the inside on the clinch, which he's good at. Probably his best asset. Yeah. But everything else for me, it was just like a John Jones masterclass, and he just for me, he just kind of stretched DC out and then just finished him. He did. He did. He just stretched mm-hmm. him out and finished one, him. One thing I will give uh, DC credit for though is is the way he took that shot. Yeah. The yeah. way that he took that kick to the chin. I, I, I had to watch that a few times after seeing it. It was so relaxed and so so kind of like easily measured. Yeah. But at the same time, like you, you look at the way John, uh, John Jones has stood up and he just flicks it up, boom. But there was some power in that. Yeah. Shin, and if that was shin to jaw, anyone man. else, they would oh, have gone to the sleep straight away. Yeah. And you yeah. see him. You see him stumbling did you see, around. Did, the... did you just say I'd have gone? Is that what you just said? Of course you'd have gone. If no, Jones kicks you in the head, of course you would have gone. I didn't say I'd have gone. I thought that's what I thought you said. Shin to chin. Oh yeah. If it had been anybody else, I mean, I'd have gone. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd have met it. I'd have met it. Talking about the champ. <laughs> Put a bit of cheese on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not a problem. But listen, I've got one complaint though. I've got one complaint. I know what your complaint is. Why does John Jones try and be a good guy no. at the end? Why doesn't he just go, you know what, oh, no. DC, fuck you and fuck everybody? Because, I'm John Jones. Because he's crying his bollocks off in the corner. That's I don't why. give a fuck. Listen, <laughs> you can't kick a man Conor, while he's down. Conor McGregor, the champ champ, as he famously said, you know, I've been given it after he beat Eddie Alvarez. He and nobody. I apologise to absolutely, the champ champ does what he likes. That's what John Jones needs to do, man. John is oh shit, it's John Jones. It's John Jones. John Jones, Jones, Jones is on it. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you you bad mouth for me right there. <laughs> That's my only complaint. I'm like, no, we don't want John Jones. You're not a good guy. Listen. Don't try and paint yourself as a good guy. Listen. We know you're still a fucking lunatic, and we know in about six see months hey, it's going to come back out that you're still banging hookers and you're still doing blow. <laughs> we know it's going to happen. So stop trying to pretend oh. you're a good guy. Danny, you're a fight. There's a respect element to this, isn't there? The fight is gone. The fight is gone. He's got to pay a bit of respect, has yeah. he not? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, f- I, f- I feel like he has, but same time, like again, like, I'll back Nick up with this. Ah! One. No, serious. With the way the, with the way that things have been, and and you know the story, everything's out in the open. Everyone knows the role you, bro. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. So let's not let's not try and let's not try fake and paint it. the picture. Exactly. <laughs> you, 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 are, you are. It is exactly. So. You ain't no role model. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> ain't nobody letting you look after their kids. Definitely. Like, you're not. a fucking lunatic. Definitely not. So listen, I. I I don't get it. I don't buy into it. I don't care about it either. I want him to be a bad guy. Yeah. Like a fucking Nick. We talked about it before. Nick Diaz, we love him. Cowboy, we love him. Robbie Lawler, we love him. Mike Tyson in boxing, we love him. Connor, we love him because they're genuine. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm a bad guy. <laughs> love me or hate me, I don't really care. But at least it's genuine. With John Jones, all that shit where it's like, you know, I, I want to be more like Daniel. He's such a role model and all. Fuck off, John. <laughs> We don't care, man. You just put him to Kip. Just say, fuck you. (laughs) What rivalry? I've beaten ass twice. It's over, son. That's it. And every single dieter... Every single look at my man, he's you like, yeah, how vexed he is. He's so (laughs) So heated about it. So every single dieter that like wanted Cormier to win was saying the reason why is because he's the real champion. He's the good guy. He deserves it. You know, he's got, Mm. he's got, he's got them right morals and, you know, values, this, that, and the other. Regardless, he's just been beat again. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And Since when did any any of that stuff matter in a fight? No, of course Since not. when did any of that shit ever matter? Or how in a fight? could you be like that? But then all of a sudden, when it's McGregor, it's a whole different kettle of fish. Mm-hmm. And I, now, now you're saying that like he's the best thing since sliced bread, and he's your best mate. Like, <laughs> make up your mind. Yeah. You you either go for the character or you don't. You regarding regarding the the interview with DC. Joe's obviously apologised for that at the end of it because it's the thing that he didn't necessarily want to do, but the opportunity was there. He's doing it, and when he did do it. I actually started... Do you mean Rogan interviewed himself? Yeah, Joe Rogan, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of falling in love a little bit with DC because I started to feel for him. I started to feel empathy towards DC. Now, he hasn't really got the shakes as the champ, has he? When he was the champ. a lot. He, he was booed into the weigh-in and yeah, various yeah. things like that because everybody's loving John Jones. That's, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But now, I kind of find myself liking and feeling a little bit for DC at the end of it. Just the way that he, he spoke at the end really humble it was really raw I kind of connected to it a little bit you're going to slag it off now probably but that's that's where I was at with him I just thought I still don't want to see him fight because I'm not a wrestler fan you I know just that thought, get the microphone out of his qu- quivering lip face nobody fucking cares <laughs> you are horrible you've been exposed uh. listen I, I've got nothing no one in the world can have anything personal against DC but nobody else like me has bought into DC as the champion. I'm not bought in. I'm not going to pay a pay a pay per view for DC. That's what I was saying last week's show. The UFC needed John Jones to do that to DC because John Jones is a pay per view star because he's polarizes people. I, I, the the, the post fight interview and all that the, the the bullshit about him being a good guy. I don't care. I'd turn. They shouldn't have done any interviews. Just turn the mic off. Or, no, 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 no I John Jones should play up to no, it. No, the interview that was good. 
was when Jones was on the mic, mm-hmm. he said, give me the mic back. So he the took Brock Lesnar bit? Yeah. <laughs> and he chucks out his Brock Lesnar bit. He said, Brock Lesnar, if you want to get your ass kicked by a guy 40 pounds lighter than you, get yourself in the octagon. Mic drop, boom! Yeah. That's all you should have done. That's all should have done. Kick the octagon fence <laughs> open <laughs> and then steam on back. Exactly. <laughs> like Tom Hardy in Warrior. Smack some hoe ho- like, yeah. ho on the way back to the dressing <laughs> room. Punch some kid. <laughs> Stole a fucking 12-year-old's ice cream. <laughs> My show. Exactly. That's it. Badass, man. Claim it. What do you make of that? Shout out for Brock. I think I think that's funny. Um, in the sense that, like you know, it make it makes for a very entertaining fight. Chad the chain, you know, but yeah, it's it, all about though. It's all about the dog. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Can they, can they get him back into the Usada pool in time for? They, they at the can end do of this whatever year? the fuck they want. <laughs> there you go. Money talks. <laughs> Fucking Conor McGregor's fighting Floyd Mayweather for God's sake. Of course they can get Brock in, yeah, back yeah, inside you know, the octagon. And okay. as as an organization, like the UFC have done things that no other organizations or. You know, combat sports have done so. You can't, you can't question anything and say, you know, it might not happen. Of course, it might. I think it will happen. I don't know I if fans are getting happen. excited that it's going to happen next. I don't think it will. And, honest, and for me, from from a fight purist point of view, I want Alex in. I want Alex. Yeah, I, would, I was just going to say, there's there's two fights I'd rather see ahead of uh, the Brock Lesnar fight because, to be honest, I think John Jones would wipe the floor with Brock Lesnar anyway. Mm-hmm. You think he'd just demolish him? Yeah, just uh, he wouldn't get anywhere near him. He kick the kick him everywhere and then he would just finish him. But I think I would love to see the Gustafsson second fight just because Alex is you know one of the boys and that was one of the greatest fights of all time. Yeah. Uh, and it's a disgrace that it never happened sooner. And the other fight I want to see is John Jones against Stipe Miocic. Fucking for the title, man. I don't care. <laughs> if he ain't going to fight Gustafsson next, put him in with the champ. I want to see John Jones as <laughs> the champ champ. <laughs> it needs to be, it needs Are to you be, a little uh... bit excited that John Jones is back, Nick? Man, I'm the biggest John Jones fan <laughs> ever, honestly. But I love badass John Jones. I hate goody two-shoes John Damn. Jones. He's bullshit. You should be uh, Dana White's advisor, I think, on these fights Damn and what's, what's going on in the future. Listen, know? we talked about Gustafsson there, though. Gustafsson potentially fighting John Jones. It should, it should happen. Yeah. But I'm telling you now, I think a fight that is probably going to happen is this guy nobody even knew seven months ago against coming big, in against Gustafsson. Big Volkan. Volkan Uzebmir. After starching uh, Jimmy has got a... For, for me now, that's a perfect match. Well, let's stay with the light heavyweights because you know Volkan. Yeah, yeah. He's a scary guy. So this doesn't come as a surprise. I mean, we are obviously big Jimmy fans. You've done TV shows with Jimmy and various things like that and he's a top geezer and we were loving the run that Jimmy was on knocking uh-huh. kids out like OSP when we were in Manchester yeah. and various things and we were thinking, just get through Uzumir. Get through Uzumir and then Potential all we've got... Shot. We've John got, Jones? Yeah, we've got John Jones up next or DC whoever comes through that fight. And then Uzumir does what Uzumir does, you know? Yeah. I mean, I personally, as a UFC fan, don't know too much about him. This is only his third fight, but jeez, man. I, th- I, th- I think you're in the same boat as a lot of people. Yeah, there, he's, just te- he's just tearing it up. He's just yeah. ripped the rule book up and gone, don't give a shit, I'm just going to take them all out and I'll be yeah. champ by fourth fourth fight. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Seven months ago, we didn't even know who he was. Now he's the leading contender. Him and Gustafsson leading contenders at 205. So when give it- us a bit of background on him then, Daniel. Um, What's he like as a person? What's he like in the gym? He's probably one of the the most coolest, calmest, relaxed people ever. Like he speaks softly spoken. Yeah, so they're the most sinister. They're the sinister ones, the yeah. quiet ones. Aren't they? <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm so loud. And then you just look at the guy. Like he's heavy set. He's thick. Like I tell you, from the side, from the back, his calves. I look at him on the mat, and I'm thinking, geez, like. We'll give birth to you, bro. <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's come from some, like, I don't know. You know it's like I, Star Wars. He's been made by Medichlorians. Yeah. You know what I mean? His mother was a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and if you say, like, by a tank. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, he is. Um, and in, in, in general, like, seen him in the gym and seen him with all the other heavyweights or light heavyweights that we've had and stuff like that. And obviously, AJ was making his last tour. Um, Vulcan's been in the gym for the last two years. I've been there for two and a half, something like that. And I've got to see him, you know, piece it up with some of the best in there yeah and at the same time this is the guy who had a little bit of a a layoff was kind of like come over to our gym to 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 reestablish himself and was waiting for that call to get in the ufc but you couldn't couldn't deny his skills on the mat like i say to some people you what you pay for pay-per-view rights you, you come down to our gym and you get your money's worth mm. do you know what i mean um, I can imagine him against Rumble in a spa with it just been sensational. So, so, sometimes it's funny just watching it, you know what I mean? The tit for tat. Now, Volcom's very technical. Um, he can be very elusive and he's dynamic with his striking. The things that he does and the way that his, his brain thinks and then translates that to his fists, his feet, his knees, his elbows. Mm-hmm. The guy, the guy's good. The guy is good. And AJ used to hit him with his best sometimes. And I, I was just saying, like, it was just a, it was a mad thing to see just like, all right, this is somebody who isn't even in the UFC yet, you know, and we all know what AJ is and mm-hmm. you know, what he's capable of. Well, everybody says and that he's the hardest hitter in the light heavyweight division. I know he's retired now, yeah. kind of. 
Right. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> kind yeah. of, yeah. Um, but everybody says he's the hardest hitter. So if he's taking AJ's shots, then you'd think he could take the majority of shots from any light heavyweight. Yeah, it's one of ones, you know, like after you see him take shots, his face still remains the same, just emotionless. <laughs> like kind of, kind of like how, granite. Yeah, yeah. kind of like how it does when he, when he wins, he just opens his mouth <laughs> extra wide, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, nah, he's, like I say, technically he's, he's, he's gifted as well and he's, he works hard. So you've seen this coming, this win over Jimmy, you've seen it coming a little um, bit. Think anyone that trains with him must have known that he was capable of knocking Jimmy out. After after his first fight with OSP, like it was it was an it was a nice kind of like settler to be able to see that. And yeah, I think right, he's got in the UFC, he's established himself against someone who's who's up there. Top ten, yeah. But at the gives, same yeah, at the it gives same it time, verification, doesn't it? It does. It goes hundred percent. It's like it's, it's like getting that getting that official tick. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's on blue. He's, he's on blue. And then the next thing from that it's just like watching, all right, so we're gonna see what this guy's capable of. Same time. He's going to be capable of a lot because we've witnessed that. Yeah, we've seen it time and time again. So let's just let's just see what he does. So no, no bad on Jimmy. Like I, I think that a lot of people that were looking at this fight, they know Jimmy. They know he's established. They've seen that guy hit. Yeah, and he's strong. But then it's it's, it's two people playing the same game. And I'm thinking, you know, I know Vulcan's a train. I know he's a train. So I, I say when I when I when I seen it, it was it was kind of crazy to to see the way. It just felt like, I, or I felt like he just overpowered him. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. did. This this small guy, the small thick hench guy, is just yeah. overpowered. Like, and Jimmy's a big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. I mean, you look, you look at him. He, he's a big guy, um, and he's very powerful. Let's not mm-hmm. deny that. And I think it was like I don't know whether it's the last shot or whether it was more like a push to the face, but like Jimmy fell down, mm. and Jimmy fell down like, like there was there was an age difference between the two. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and it was it was crazy to see the way, like I say, the way he just he kind he kind of enforced his will and that power. Um, after kind of breaking away from the cage and throwing them few uppercuts, which obviously dazed him. Like I say when he pushed him away and came in for that last shot, it was it was scary to see. But then yeah, mm. kind of I wouldn't I wouldn't say I expected it, but I, I know I know it, Vulcan it didn't surprise you. It didn't surprise didn't expect me. it, but it didn't surprise that's you. That's the one. Yeah, that's the big the thing. The, uh, Jones has mentioned his name, you know. I mean, I know that Jones has mentioned everybody's name off the mm-hmm. back of that fight. Brock, obviously, and I know Alex's name has been mentioned, but uh, Vulcan's name has been mentioned in there as well. That'd be tidy, man. It's yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not the fight that Jones wants, though, is it? No, no. that's not the big door. It doesn't make money. Big yeah. door. Doesn't but just for Vulcan to go on this turn and go right, I'm uh, light heavyweight champion by my fourth. Not fight yeah, not even that. That's, that's, that'd be scary, man. Inside, yeah, inside a year, if it could, you know, if, yeah. if the stars aligned for him, he could do it inside a year, which is mental. I remember when he in his first fight, though, we seen him against OSP. And it was ahead of the second fight he had. And uh, I was chatting to Dan Hardy about him. And, and Dan, I was saying, you know, who is this guy and his frame? And Dan was saying to me, look at his frame now, look at his build. Don't you think he's a, a blown up middleweight? Isn't it? Wouldn't yeah. he? Because he's got a tiny head as well. He's like, his, his frame looks like a blown up middleweight to me. I think he'd be deadly as a middleweight. But we're, ne- we're never going to see that because he's just no. starching light heavyweights. No. Yeah, man. So, you know, but frame-wise, Dan, does yeah. that make sense to you? Could we see no, him down at middleweight? I, 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 I feel like you could say that, but same time, fill the guy. You could, like, <laughs> I, 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 I don't like, want to start going around rubbing people up, Dan. <laughs> I say, especially a big Vulcan. I might get one. <laughs> Trust me, you've already cut your hands or something. <laughs> I hope you mean you get one in terms of digging not and get hard on that. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's incredibly, like, I say, just thick set. And he's he's muscle bound. So as much as he's got, like, one of these, you know, some, some guys... It's he, solid. Yeah. It, it's not like he has... Eating up to that way, no. it's kind of natural that he's at that way. And I think I think he'd look ill if we tried to bring him down even more than than where where he's at because uh, underneath that skin and and what seems to be, I don't know, a little bit of a flubbery exterior, he has got some pure like solid stack mm. muscle. Try and push him and he doesn't move. Like he's he is he is a real real fixer. Looking guy. for, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with you, man. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I, honestly, Gustafsson. I think him and Gustafsson final eliminator and Jones. Rides off for a Brock fight or, or whatever, you know. I think you got to think about what's what's going to be what's going to be the most entertaining, what people are going to want to see, um, and then other than that, like when I feel like you you don't have to take the fights that you don't want to don't, don't want to take. I feel like for Jones, Vulcan's a risky guy. Yeah, yeah. he's proven he's proven that yeah. now to anyone that's up there. But yeah. at the same time, he's what is he, is he three four now? That that was his third fight in. No, no I mean I mean ranked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah he's yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's to... one behind uh, Alex. So yeah, yeah. number one, he's number two. Same time, he also can't be denied. You know what I mean? Because mm. he's, he's got that position. Yeah. So it's Jones, DC, Alex, Volkan. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, four. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a crazy top four. With someone that no one expected to see out there as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine you'd been on Aldi for you know six months off and you come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. 
Who, who the fuck's this fella? <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck's this volcanoosed me? You felt like you've been Never asleep. Before? Oh. Exactly, yeah. Speaking of being asleep. That's what asleep. Jimmy's saying now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's he? Where'd he come from? Speaking of being asleep, we're going to have to do the core men. We're going to have to get in there. And this is your weight category, my friend. We'll, oh. we'll get stuck into Woodley Meyer. Now, you're a friend of both. We spoke about him on last week's show. Mm-hmm. We both backed Tyrone. Yeah. And we were praying for a more exciting fight than the uh, Wonderboy fight part two. We didn't get it. However, before we get in and slag off the snooze fest, we've got to take a little bit of our hat off to the technical ability. I mean, we spoke about takedowns before, didn't mm-hmm. we? Takedown defence from Tyrone was just ridiculous. What were it, 21? He blocked all 21. 21 and 0, yeah. He never took them yeah. down once, yeah. It's and he, just insane. And no, no, no. From an entertainment point of view, fans, hence that's why the booze were reeking around the stadium, uh-huh. right? So it's not that entertaining to watch. But if you're a purist and a martial arts fan, you'd look at that and go, fair play, mate. You, you're taking on the best Brazilian jiu-jitsu in, in the whole of the UFC. Yeah. Forget weight categories, the best. And you're doing that? Yeah, all right, Sal, mate. You probably you deserve a few points just for that, don't you? For that, yeah. for those blocks throughout the course of the round, course. even though it's not entertaining. Of course. Everyone knows that Damian Meyer with, with, with his game and, you know, his skill set, the things that he does, yeah. that is his strongest point. Yeah, he wants to wear you like a rucksack, you know I mean? man. Yeah. He, wants to get, he wants to go on <laughs> your back. The second he gets his hands or, or his legs anywhere near you, he's, he's looking to tie something up and take you down. You know I mean, take away one of your pins and to sit you down. So if, if, if you're defending that, like... You already know it's one of the best guys in the world at w- doing what he does, and you've just completely, you know, diminished it. Yeah, he hasn't got nothing there for you. Mm. Not exciting though for fans, on Nick. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. No, <laughs> <laughs> mate, <laughs> what? I enjoyed the fight because I, I was upset that I was watching it live. I hope that I've taped it so I can fast forward it twenty five minutes. <laughs> I get, I get some people, people do that today. <laughs> yeah, I've just yeah. wasted some of my life right yeah. now. Like, I think some of our listeners wait for that. Those on a Sunday morning, they don't do. On a lot of people go, that listen to this show, watch it a watch. Yeah, they, we get up on Sunday morning and go right. Okay, the lad said skip that. I'll skip that fight and I'll get on to this fight. <laughs> of course. Just, and and obviously we would have probably said skip this. I fight. did. I did. I think me. If you've just that's well, exactly what I did. Right <laughs> on Sunday morning, I put a tweet. Out, I said if you've just got up and you're gonna watch. Watch UFC 214. When you get to Woodley, fast forward 25 minutes. All you need to know is that Ty won. End of. Next. That's it. You heard it here first, people. Exactly, yeah. I thought, I thought from a from a technical standpoint, I thought I thought it was fascinating. Not much happened. Tyron did enough Damn right, in no, every not much round. Happened, yeah. His output probably wasn't high enough. But for me, it was interesting to watch because I understood why it was the fight it was because Meyer is so dangerous it was all yeah. about can Meyer take him down mm. can Woodley continue this amazing run of takedown defences so from that angle I was kind of fascinated because you were just like oh, if he gets him down once the whole fight changes and you've also got the elements of if Meyer dives into an uppercut at some stage it can it end be that over, way yeah. well, so, he got a straight hand right didn't he and he yeah, put him so- down I was fascinated in that regard. I, I understand that it wasn't the most entertaining of fights. However, for me, I've, I've got to be honest, I wasn't so much hating on Woodley. Um, and maybe this is because I'm a, maybe because me and him are boys or whatever. But Look, just because you're wearing your cap, <laughs> he's wearing his cap back to front on today's show. Like, he thinks I, he's in the team. Feel, team. <laughs> that's it. I feel I had a rap plan and everything. I, I, uh, I feel like last time I was hating on Wonderboy more than Tyron, and this time I'm hating on Maya more than Tyron probably sounds a bit biased but the reason the points I'm trying to make is Maya for me was super predictable throughout the whole fight he was yeah. going for the single leg that's what he does that's his thing Yeah. but then you know Paul Sass was like Paul Sass never went for the single he did, didn't have much wrestling experience but he would get every single opponent to the floor completely different level I understand well still the UFC but, but Paul Sass was a master of pulling guard getting up close and just pulling guard yeah. like Maya doesn't pull guard why doesn't he pull guard or why doesn't he throw more crazy shit yeah, yeah, yeah. because throw fucking like they mentioned even Joe Rogan mentioned in the broadcast why doesn't he throw a high kick because people don't throw high kicks because it's easy to get taken down mm-hmm. you leave yourself open for a takedown he wants to be taken down. He wants to be on his back. He wants Woodley on top of him. Throw a fucking high kick. That's why, he stayed, that, that's why he stayed down when he chinned him and he put him on the deck. He stayed there, didn't he, to beckon him in. Come on. Exactly, yeah. Jump yeah. on me, jump on yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know Which that, obviously Woodley's never going to do. 100%. Yeah, yeah. But if you get close enough, just pull guard, like get on someone and pull them to the ground. I don't understand. Because he's quite happy to land on his back like Paul Sash used to. Do he? Okay. I, that's what I couldn't understand about Maya at the weekends. Like, it was... He did the same thing for five rounds. He tried yeah, to yeah. shoot for the single leg for five rounds, you'd, and he you'd, couldn't get yeah. it. You'd, you'd think after like, change fail, a game after, plan after failing someone of someone of his accolade and level failing four, five, six, maybe ten times. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. Let me switch it up a little bit. Let me try something completely different. Yeah. Then okay, let's do something completely different. And he didn't do that. And then people are hating on Woodley, going, "Ah, oh, he's so boring, the champion." 
listen, Woodley's defending the belt. He's doing mm. the same shit GSP was doing mm. when he was king of the welterweight division. And no one was really hating on GSP. Yeah, he was just winning fights. Yeah. He was just getting through fights. Doesn't help, though, when Dana comes off the back of that fight, slags him publicly, and then says, no, you're not getting the GSP fight. We're going to do the GSP fight with Well, Bisping. that probably makes sense because GSP was boring when he was champion as well. <laughs> and it would probably be the most boring fight ever. <laughs> oh. We've got a well weight in the studio that take it. You'd have a go, wouldn't you, son? Yeah, I would. Nice. I would. Like, any time. You, you give me something to feed on, I'll feed. Simple. Simple. That would a... be a fight. That would be a fight. That would be a better fight. Because you'd stand and bang with him. I would. Stand and bang with Woodley, would. man. That'd be an awesome fight. He needs that, though, doesn't he? Next. Ty needs someone that is going to stand and bang with him. Yeah. Because, the, like, especially Stim, uh, Damien, you know what he's going to do. To be fair, I'd have expected the second time round with Wonderboy to be a little bit more of a stand-up yeah, bang because he's a striker. That. Yeah, I was about to say that. It's a little bit like he didn't really want to engage too much. Because he felt his power from the first course, fight, maybe. And not even that. You, you know he's got all the flashy kicks. So you're going to yeah. kind of either be inside that or well outside of it. It's either one or the other. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? So who is next? Apart from Dan. Apart from Dan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> if only. Well, obviously people are going to, because of the, the one on this card, people are obviously going to mention Robbie Lawler's name for a second fight. Has he, sure, but, Has he done enough? Has he done enough? Uh, well, who has done enough? You know, I think if Cowboy were the one at the weekend, if Cowboy gets the win over Lawler, Cowboy gets the fight because Cowboy's it, it, it a super have. entertainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would have been a good fight with Woodley. And I think if there's another two, because Woodley in can't, that fight. Woodley can't negate Cowboy's style yeah. to make it a shit fight. Yeah, no. because Cowboy only knows one way to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either through everything at, at Woodley, so Woodley would have had to fight him back. Mm. You know what I mean? He couldn't have just circled around and defended this or defended that. He, that's not how Cowboy fights. So the UFC. Unfortunately, missed a great fight there because Cowboy obviously is a ticket seller and that's what Woodley needs. But, you know, again, I get, kind of get what Dana's coming from as well. Woodley shot himself in the foot again because it's like, man, you just needed a big performance and you'd have got the GSP fight. Like, you'd have got the legacy fight that you've been demanding. Mm. Now you're just going to get another contender. Yeah, it's a hard one. You know, as, a, as an athlete, there's, there's people out there that say, you know, it's the fight game. You've you got to play it safe. You've got to do what you need to do to win. But at the same time, it's also entertainment, and that's that's like mm. it's sports you, entertainment at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, you've got to be real, yeah. real careful with that because you can yeah. get you can get like people will just criticize you and absolutely just pull you apart. Yeah. So it's like as much as you are playing it safe and you're going for that win, there's different ways of doing it. Yeah. And, and getting that win inevitably, so the, you know what I mean. What I've noticed as well with a lot of UFC fighters is that they fully understand is that the the money the money's okay, but it's not going to be amazing money on the rise to becoming the champion. You're going to make your money once yeah. you are the champion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then there seems to be that fear once they are the champion of, well, I need to make the money, so therefore I can't lose this. Yeah. And therefore they Play fight safe. in a way within themselves yeah, a little bit yeah. and forget what got them to that particular rise. Like if you if you analyse Tyrone's rise, he was explosive, man. It was like, shit, this guy's unbelievably Starch, excited. Robbie Lawland, that's it. new champ. But then when we get to the situation where he is the champ, it's a little bit more reserved, and that's maybe why he's getting such a bad rap at the moment from fans. Of course, definitely. And I, you know what? It's, it's 50, 50 one, 50 the other. I can yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. I can kind of see it. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean, like anyone looks and they see a title fight, you just you look at a card that's coming up, whatever, you see title fights lined up. Like, oh, this, is what this must be the best of the best. Of course, yeah, that's what you're going to look forward to. Naturally, anyone as an MMA fan, UFC fan, they're going to they're be they're going to be watching that and thinking, right, this should be the one to watch. I'm going to yeah. sit down, get my popcorn out, and be, and be ready for this one because it's going to be it's going to be a good show. So, when they sit down and they come to watching the main events, and and you know, there's there's been fights previous to that which have excited them more. Yeah. Then what do you do? Yeah. You know, you turn off your TV, you go to bed a little bit disappointed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And that's so. that's becoming a trend with Tyron Woodley, isn't it? You know, mm. we're talking about the same thing again: output, not enough output. Yeah. Like, no. But for me, I get why he plays safe for the round. I just want to ask Dan that: why then? Okay, he's not the same. He's not entertaining. So why isn't the tactic from Duke Rufus and his corner team, Din Thomas? Why aren't they saying to him, you know what? We don't want to get caught by Damian Meyer because on the ground, because you know, chances are he'll probably submit us. That's his game. Blah blah. So. Let's play safe. Let's do what we did. Use the exact tactics he used on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. But you know, the last 40 seconds of every round, go for the finish. Exactly. Drive forward, yeah, go yeah. for the finish. Yeah. Because even then, if he gets taken down, Maya hasn't got enough time to submit him in 40, 30, 40 seconds. Mm. Take him down, submit him in 30 seconds. Never going to happen. So go for it. Go like Explode for the last 30 seconds and go for that knockout. That's why I don't understand. Yeah. Like, he's, he's looking at the clock and coasting through rounds. And you're like, you know, give us something. Like, definitely, definitely. Entertain us. And then the crowd again, booing. You know, as a champion, you've got to go, okay, I'm getting paid, I'm the champ, it's great and all that, it's water off a duck's back. But inside, you've got to go, I'm also a sports entertainer. Yeah, People fucking hate me. Yeah, no, Ain't no one buying a T-Wood t-shirt except me. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what it's all about oh, at the end of the that day. That is what it's all about. Are you buying a Cyborg t-shirt? Right. She's a straight beast. 
Wait a minute, right? Don't say anything. He's going to go off. No, he's going to go off on one, right? No, because I've, I've, been, I've, I've watched him on social media this week. He's just been abusing everybody. Do you know what? No, so, so so far, I like this guy's intelligence, and I feel like the UFC needs to hire him because he's doing something <laughs> right. Because right now, he's exciting me with the way that he's speaking about these fights and the way well, they listen, should be. Well, I, I, watch listen, this. Just wait for this. Go. I've, I've been super reserved for so far on the show. Obviously, no, I, you haven't. I, I haven't got <laughs> bloody hell. I've oh, got animated. The John Jones bit earlier on with crackers. <laughs> I haven't got animated at all. But let me tell you what this is all about, Chris Cyborg. Probably the best female fighter the sport's ever seen. Ah, oh, yeah, she's ever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah. <laughs> Listen, I ain't entertained watching a woman that could basically knock out most men. I am entertained by watching her in a fight against someone, some fucking soccer mum. And listen, that's no <laughs> knock on Tonya Evans yet because she is good at a level as a bantamweight. She's a champion of Victor. All that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Why do I want to watch Chris Cyborg beat the shit out of someone three levels below her? The problem is there's no one to fight Chris Cyborg. Mm. All we're ever going to see is Chris Cyborg beating up girls that shouldn't even be in the octagon with her. So I've got no interest in watching Chris Cyborg. I felt like watching that fight at the weekend, I'm like, I kind of felt like watching a school bully beat up a kid in the back of the class. It looked like a Weatherspoon's bouncer having a go at the local piss head. Yeah, just That's knocking fuck out of someone. I'm just like, as a fight fan, I don't get enjoyment from that. But this is not entertaining me, watching some woman who's a million times better than anyone beat the shit out but of if some there's nobody, if there's nobody up to her standard, then what's Cyborg supposed to do? Evans is an elite champion, all right, a weight category below, but she's an elite champion and she's tough as old boots, man. She was taking some wax. But what's she supposed to do, Cyborg? What, what the fuck did the UFC start a featherweight division? Why? Like, look at the bigger picture here. Be- because she couldn't they make the weight. Cyborg in because the she couldn't make the 135. So what are they going to make Cyborg now? Like, is she, got, is she suddenly going to get a massive fan base because no. she's beating people up three levels below? No, she's going to fight Max Holloway next. That's what she's well, going to do. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's insane, man. It's like, listen, who are they going to put in with her that's going to make it entertain me? I don't want to watch someone beat up, you know what I mean? I wouldn't pay to watch, well, I would. I was going to say, I wouldn't pay to watch Dan beat you up. Actually, I would pay to watch Dan beat you up. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, I wouldn't pay to I wouldn't watch make Dan... I wouldn't make weight, so therefore that fact yeah, that I wouldn't pay to watch Dan walk into any gym and beat up whoever's on the mat there now, because that ain't, that ain't entertaining me. Dan's yeah. a fucking elite fighter. I ain't, ain't going to pay to see that. I ain't gonna, that ain't going to do me any... Any, I'm going to not love Dan anymore. So I, I'm thinking, am I ever going to love Chris Cyborg or ap- appreciate what she can do when there's no one in the, in the, in the weight class that's going to get anywhere near her? I'm like, so now they're going, oh, Holly Holm's got to be the next fight. I don't want to see her beat the shit out of Holly Holm. Holly Holm's a bantamweight as well. Like, where's the featherweights? Where's the division? How are we going to make it a star? Because, I listen, I'm not being funny, I don't want to see Chris Cyborg fight again yeah. because I don't want to see her beat someone up. I don't, I'm not in sport. I don't watch fight sports to see mismatches and a career is a mismatch. I'm sorry. You done? I'm sorry, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> that was a rant. Hey, yeah, hey that, that was a rant. I knew it was coming. I've, I've seen him, because there's been loads of um, people in his world, in that journalist world, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, people yeah. that know words and stuff. That have been st- saying stuff on social media and said, "Oh, cyborgs are beast and all this," and he's just been abusing them all. He's just been absolutely them off. Yeah, like, oh, mate, he's been abusing yeah. every single one of them. Everyone from MMA junkie and MMA fighting and all them guys. I'm so happy been... that I haven't been on Twitter recently. Yeah. <laughs> They've all been raving about Chris Cyborg, and I'm like, I just don't get it. I just yeah. don't get it. Like, I love Cyborg because she retweets all our stuff and she likes all our posts <laughs> on, in- on Instagram. Again, I'm cool with it. I ain't got nothing against Chris Cyborg, as you've just pointed out. It's not her problem. Yeah. So why the fuck is why 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 the UFC serving us this then? I, 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 because they me, want her in that rather than an Invicta. That's where they want her. They want her in the UFC. Beating up people three levels below her. To be fair, I she could probably still it. do it at 135, couldn't she? I know it's a tough tough for her to get down to, get to down that down way. To that. Yeah. But, and I've seen her on the scales at 135 and she looks drained, man. She looks in You know what I mean? Well, we've got, we've got to be, do we've 135, got, no. so we've that's got to be why careful, we've done a 145 exactly. division. The problem is there's nobody's a fighter. That's the problem. Even even that, like, obviously, just look at the obvious. Like, she's... Even just the way she's built and that, do you know what I mean? She looks like a man. Athletic as hell, do you know yeah, what I'm saying? I, did, and then, I saw a picture the other day of Mel C, the Spice Girl, right? And she's stacked. She's got some decent shoulders yeah, on her. Get her, in, get her in. Yeah, Mel B. <laughs> get, get, that, listen, that's where we are now. Do you like celebrity go. death match? <laughs> exactly. Get that in. That's where we are now. Who Big, the fuck's going to fight Cyborg? Yeah. Okay, let's look at some freak show fights. Are there any of the chicks in the wrestling? Big, get them in. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If Brock can come over, get one of those nah, you're right. that's, WWE that's, wrestlers in or whatever. That's probably the way he's going to end up being. It's going to have to be. Nah, yeah, they got nothing else left. What's Grace Jones doing these days? Get yeah, in. Exactly, That'd be a fight, yeah. wouldn't it? Get her in from James Bond. Get her in. <laughs> That's what you need, some biggins. Um, we've mentioned the majority of the fights. You kind of touched upon uh, Lola and Cowboy there. That was a sensational fight. You would have quite comfortably appeared for an extra two rounds, wouldn't you? 
It was two rounds short. That's the problem, wasn't it? Mm. The, the Cowboy versus Jim, Robbie Lawler. That's a five-round fight every yeah. single day of the week. You know, you look at that. That was fourth on the main card from Saturday night. Best fight of the night. We go into Mexico, UFC Mexico City this coming weekend, mm-hmm. and like, fuck me, come on. Why is why have they got two flyweights that nobody cares about yeah. in the main event when they could have had Robbie Lawler against uh, Cowboy over we five moved, rounds? Across. It's like, man, there, there's your headliner right there. Well, they'd already moved it, hadn't they, from two on three because of Cowboy's Cowboy got had injured a blood or something. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was infection. bad as well. Like he had yeah. a bad blood infection. Yeah, like, so that they shifted kill it to two one four, but they could easily easily just shift it on an extra week, couldn't they? Yeah, look at look at the way that two one four card was stacked. It was a that was a Mate, magic, it was there card. because they didn't believe Jones was making the octagon walk. That's <laughs> yeah, what it yeah. was. Oh, yep. Did you need that backup? That's it. Big time, man. Big time um, because Cyborg pulls out of fights or gets fucked up. Jones and Cormier often pull out of fights, and that's why they. That's probably why they kept it on there just in case something fell off. Mm. But you know, it, we now head into. We'll probably talk about it at the end of the show. Not doing now. Doing now. Mexico, Mexico this City. weekend doesn't look that. Well, Mexico that City this me, weekend. It? It's like you know they've got a, two flyweights, uh, Pettis and uh, Moreno in the main event. It's like no. Nobody cares. Mm. Absolutely nobody cares about this weight class anymore because DJ's head and shoulders above you all. For this for this weight class to become relevant again, yeah. Demetrius Johnson's got to move up. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the fucking point? It's like, the, it's like everyone's fighting for the silver medal in this weight class as far as I'm concerned. Mm. So a main event in Mexico City, obviously Moreno is, and uh, Pettis has got Mexican roots and Moreno's Mexican, so... I kind of understand why they've put it as it's a decent event, fight in but itself, still, but the actual it ain't no point. main event. It ain't mm. no main event for any kind of fight night. Not when you've just had Lola and and uh, and, and Cowboy, which could have been a five rounder here, and that's what it needed at the weekend. Mm. Like three rounds wasn't enough for Robbie Lawler and Gates Cowboy. Mm. It was an awesome fight. We knew it was going to be fighting the night. Mm. Fair enough. Are you not picking any uh, anything from Mexico? Are you basically well, telling everybody Dan... that's listening to the show to say no, sack it off? Let's let Dan. Obviously, my boy is on there, Rashad. Oh, your man Rashad's back on there, is he's he? He's back, yeah, yeah, Doing yeah. his thing. Hopefully getting himself sorted again because... Mate, he's had a bit of a stink. That, losing to that Aussie geography teacher last time out <laughs> was not good for Rashad, man, so... <laughs> he has had a bit... Hopefully he's going to wipe the smile off Sam Alvey's face this weekend yeah, and we'll guy, get Rashad the, back. The last guy that he fought, bro, yeah, he's, uh, he looked like he was retired. Yeah, exactly. He should have been retired. Yeah. Um, Jack Amanson. Let's see that guy perform again. Uh, yeah. I've, I've rated him for a while. Like you say, some of the some of some of the fights on here either either here or there, do you know what I mean? Um Rashad Evans, Andre Sukumta, um, they're my boys, obviously train with them and stuff like that. Um Andre, he's a hard worker, he's someone that puts the graft in. So I, for, for me, um, from where where I come from being an athlete, um I, I can never ever deny that hard work. If someone puts it in and they're dedicated day to day, I can only wish them the best of success. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I'd love to see that that fight against uh, Alejandro Perez. Rashad, obviously, I'm going to be there supporting him. Um, who else we got? What's, what's Rashad like? Dan, obviously, I've... Oh, I've, don't, I've... So don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> Tell the what's world, Rashad what a, what like? A, what a guy. <laughs> you know what Rashad's like. I do. I know he's a, one of the nicest fellas in the world. So yeah, because want, he bought you some clothes that man. time. He bought you a dance jumper. <laughs> We've got back to that one. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. gonna I'm gonna go make a brew because these two are gonna have a bit of a knockoff session about <laughs> Rashad Evans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't know how cool he is, does he? No, exactly. <laughs> you, you haven't experienced the no, Rashad right. moment. Exactly. Um, nah, he's a cool cat. He's he's uh, he's what do you call it? Very very um, what you, what's the word? That's the word I'm looking for. Guy's got a lot of character, charisma, charisma. charismatic, yeah, charismatic. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Um, and he's someone who can. Like we were talking about before his impressions. He's someone that makes me laugh. Um, he's a very cool guy. And again, um, he's just. Is real, he good to be around to the gym? He's one of those. He's a. When he walks in, you know he's there, yeah. and he, the the atmosphere in the gym lifts a little. It it, 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 it certainly does. You know, he's one of the greats. Yeah. Um And not only that, he he's very very philosophical as well. So Rashad can sit you down and within. Within five minutes, he can make you think your whole life completely different and, you know, just turn the world on its head. Um, Deep, man. Yeah, he's very powerful. He's very, very powerful in that sense. And he makes a lot of sense of what he's saying because he's also experienced a lot of things that, you know, most of us are waiting to experience. So you kind of, you listen to him automatically. And then when you listen to him, the things that he says make sense. Yeah. And then you understand it. Like one of the things. He's already walked your path. Yeah. Like one of the things I got told um, by Kamara Usman, who was cornering me in my last fight. Um, he had an experience with him where um, Rashad had turned around and said to him, listen, whatever you do when you go in there. And then I remember um, Usman actually turned around and saying it to me. And he was like, just go in and enjoy the moment because one of the things that a lot of people forget is that this this life that we live is very short-lived. 
Yeah. Um, and for the experiences that we have and at the highest level where there are, they are, it's, 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 it really is a moment that is, you know, it's, it's like a camera flash. Yeah. It's there and then it's gone. Like, I'll be honest, the way that the last fight went and the fight before that, I, I kind of, of course you can remember it, but the, the, every single essence of the feeling, the moment and what was going on within that cage is very unique to the smells, to the way that the, the canvas feels underneath your feet, to the surroundings, to the noise that you can hear, to the, to, you know, the strange buzz in your ears, whatever. Like, that's something that cannot be recreated until you step back in there. Mm. But it's also something that has to be enjoyed because it's very short-lived. So, like, when I heard that of Kamaro and he had told me that, you know, Rashad had said this to him and, and the way that he had said it, it really did, like, stand up to me and it was something that I then took into the fight. Um, and before now, Rashad, Rashad, in general, whenever you have conversations with him, he, he will. He'll be a funny guy. He'll hit you with loads of jokes and stuff and then he'll hit you with this moment of seriousness. Mm. And it's just like, boom. All right, you've you've really kind of made me reflect on what's going on today, this week, this month, this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, Richard. I'm gonna go and rethink my life. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm, I'm quiet. I'm gonna retire. See you. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. Nice what, one. What's mate. he still around? What you know? Why, why is he still competing? Danny's a legend. He's one of the greats. Former UFC champion, of course. You know, is it because he's still got it in the gym? Does he want? Is he? Can you still see it in him? Or yeah, I I feel like he feels and I, I personally can see it and um, I think a lot of the guys that were around can see it as well is that he's still he's still there you know and he's, his attitude his um, you know whether they say people say his ability's changed or whatever but his attitude and his mindset's still the same do you know what I mean yeah you look at him walking around with his kids and stuff like that he's he's more than than below where he should be age wise and you know health and ability like so if you're doing something that you love, is, is it, I understand that it's very hard to stop. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, man. At the same time, it's 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 one of them, like, you've been at the top, you've been there, he's, he's done everything. One more fight, and then, you know, a few months down the line, another one more fight <laughs> really isn't going to make a difference. BJ Penn syndrome, that's where BJ's at, I suppose, at this moment, isn't it? Well, BJ's a bit of a punch bag these days. Hopefully, yeah. You know what I mean, though. I'm talking mentality-wise. Yeah, yeah. He, he can't, can't let it go. He can't walk away. Yeah, yeah he wants he, to be a part He can't of it. walk away. At least Rashad is, seems to be taken a little bit more um, care about what he's doing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He's not taking fights against fucking 25-year-old unbeaten prospects in main events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's fighting guys like Sam Alvey, which is a fair match for where he is now mm-hmm. in the run he's been on. You know what I mean? He's not He's not going, listen, I'm Rashad. I should be headlining in Mexico City against, you know, put me in with whoever. At least he's going, yeah, man, I know where I am right now. I need to be beating a guy like Sam Alvey to get back on track. Yeah, he's very very humble with his approach in that sense. Um, he doesn't really feel like, you know, he has to prove a lot to a massive amount of people, but at the same time still needs to do something to make make that mark and impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I understand that, man. Um, to finish off, um, it's been announced over the last 24, 48 hours. Nick's going to have another go at this, all right? But I've just got to give the old de- um, dot the I's and cross the T's regarding Bispin and GSP, a fight that Nick's consistently said over the last six <laughs> months that is not going to happen. Uh, but B, uh, Bispin, GSP is uh, penciled in. We believe that it's been signed, according to Dana White, 4th of November, 217, Madison Square Garden. Bobby Knuckles will <laughs> fight the winner because he's had a, a little bit of problems with his knee. So he's had an operation on his knee. He's going to get that fixed up. Bobby Knuckles will face the winner of Bisping GSP. We were led to believe that GSP might be fighting Woodley, but after the weekend, that's now been pulled and it will be this November the 4th. Nick's now going to say that that's a lot of bollocks and then we're going to actually analyse it. Go on. It's never going to happen because GSP is <laughs> never going to fight again. There you go. Uh, at least they've already announced for that card that Frankie Edgar's <laughs> fighting Max Holloway. So Frankie Edgar, Max Holloway will be the headliner for that event. So you don't think that they are going to make that fight Listen, happen? GSP fights Bisping in New York in November. I will show my ass. Where? Where are you going to do that? <clears throat> you said it now. Where are you going to do it? <laughs> Top of the tower. No, nobody's going to see that. We've got to do it somewhere. <laughs> we just don't know about with your binoculars. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Nick, Nick Pete? Is that Nick Pete's hairy ass? <laughs> It's never going to happen, so it really doesn't matter about the details of this uh, of this bet. So if so. It, if it's never going to happen, what happens then to Bisping? Because he has to fight. He hasn't fought since Manchester. Yep. Yeah, he, he needs he needs to prove it now. You know, he's got he's got a belt, and the, the time is now. You know, he obviously yeah, we know he had injury and he's recovered from that. Um, I actually stand with Nick on that point. There, it's 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 kind of like a fantasy fight. You know, what I mean, in a sense, and I feel like a lot of people want to see. It. I feel like. Obviously, the organisation want to put it on. But again, I don't even feel like it's 
where Mike Bisping's at. I feel like it's where GSP's at. Mm-hmm. So we. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's all on. It's all on GSP. Bisping's sat there going, "Yeah, I'm ready. Let's he, do, let's yeah, do he, this. he's relishing the moment. He, <laughs> he wants to have it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. That's some series seven seven uh, figure payday, man. That's Ooh. what he wants, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Maybe eight. Maybe eight. Who knows? You know what I mean? There's some, there'll be some <laughs> decent pay per view on that because everybody wants to see GSP back, especially at another weight category to see if he can become world champion once again. But never going to happen. <laughs> Never gonna happen. <laughs> Listen, Dan, thanks for coming in today, man. No, thank you very much for no, having me. Always good to have you on the show. Even better to have you in here because one, we can take a picture of you and it sells more episodes because you're better looking than the pair of us. Uh, but <laughs> but your but your intake, your your fighter intake is absolutely valuable towards uh, towards our audience, and I've no doubt that they will have appreciated that. We are looking forward to seeing you back. October, November, you reckon? October, yeah? November, yeah. I'd love to get on that card that we're talking about. New Madison's York, great yeah. card, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It'd be, it'd be a good one. Fight Disciples um, on tour if that happens. There you go. We won't make the fight, mate. We'll be lashed in Times Square somewhere. I'll be showing me ass because GSP <laughs> yeah, will be yeah, in the yeah, main yeah, event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, good luck. Thank you very Enjoy much. Enjoy the break. Get back to camp. And then hopefully uh, October, November, we see you doing your thing and throwing them big left bombs once again, my friend. And, definitely, uh, and putting definitely. people to kip. Um, we will be back next week um, with a review of a fantastic card in Mexico, as Nick's just been talk- talking to you about. Uh, and more. Uh, Mac, more of our May Max series. More of our Monday May Max series. Well. is coming on Monday. And we're doing something a little bit different on Monday, by the way. Um, Nick has come up with uh, quashing all the myths around May Mac, mm-hmm. whether Mayweather can deal with southpaws. Uh, whether McGregor will actually land a glove on anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to quash all the myths and get you even more buzzed up about what's coming on August 26th. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.